I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow GDP Yoga Warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is currently 9 p.m. where I currently reside in uh, the GDP Radio Megaplex on the 137th floor. We've been knocked down a couple pegs, but we're still uh, we're still up high on the high rise of the GDP Radio Megaplex, where uh, if you shoot straight up, there's a satellite dish that blasts across the Great White North, and into the home of Crystal Stewart, where she joins us here tonight. My favorite Canadian. Hello, Crystal. How are you? Uh-huh. I am well. I'm freezing, <laughs> but I'm well, thanks. <laughs> uh, well, it, it's, it's been too long, and we're going to bring, bring this on right, uh, you know, right away to start things off, because we always have so much. So I'm going to warn you yep. ahead of time. You're probably going to want to take some notes, because we, we say this every time, but it's been a while since she's come on. Of course, we have the lovely Stacey Morris and Nancy Guberte on with us. And whenever they're on, there's one of those podcasts that you get so much from. And it's, you know, we have like the, the statistics of the podcast. And it's just one of those uh, shows that we always get re-listens. Because uh, I actually talk to a lot of people who like to listen the first time and then go through and just really pick out uh, really important and vital information. And it, it really is one of those shows that people go back to. So you might want to grab a pen and paper because uh, you're about to get some information laid on you. Uh, of course, we're going to bring on first uh, Stacey Morris, my former co-host here at GDP Radio. I'd say current co-host, just a little less frequent. Uh, Stacey Morris, how are you? <laughs> hey, I'm great. I'm great, uh, Mike and Crystal. And thanks for Hi. for having Nancy and I back. It's always great to be here. Oh, absolutely, and and of course, you know, uh, Stacy uh, always comes with Nancy because you guys speak the same language. Like I'm a little bit like I don't really know the technical, you know, stuff when it comes to a lot of this, uh, you know, dietary and nutritional stuff. But I have a a former co-host and current co-host in Stacy that really can just pull out really great information. You guys have a great conversation whenever we're on and uh, NancyGuberte.com on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, there's too many certifications and, and, and diplomas to, to even get into. So I'm just going to let you kind of uh, wow us with your expertise, of course, uh, for the fall season. Uh, Nancy, how are you? Thank you for coming back on with us. Oh, it's always a pleasure to empower uh, and educate. So it's I'm so excited. good to hear your voice. Well, well, we appreciate it. Well, what we like to do is we usually can just start at any starting point and then we kind of build off of that because – you never know where these conversations are going to go. Um, so I kind of want to just give you the floor to kind of really kind of get things started. Um, you know, what is, you know, we're coming into the fall season. Of course, that means a lot of different things for people's health and, and the illnesses that are around that aren't around a lot of time of the year. Um, going into fall, what's something that somebody can really focus on, um, you know, with their body and health and getting themselves in tune with all their, you know, physiological, biological whatever it may be. Well, I mean, that's a great question, and it's a great time to kick this off because we do, um, depending on where one lives, I mean, I just came back from California, uh, San Diego, and I, I'm, I'm talking about the issues that we really have in Canada, in the colder um, country, as well as in the East Coast, where 
you're not going to get a lot of sunlight, so therefore your vitamin D is going to be lowered right away, and you're being more susceptible to colds and flu season. So we could touch upon how we could build up one's immune system, also tying in as we go into Halloween, there's a lot of candy that either kids bring home that you give out or in the office where it's brought um, left over and just that one little piece people are surprised how um, it can really throw them off their healthy living but it could also make them susceptible to bacteria and virus because of the sugar so we could talk about ways to combat that and then I know we're all fans of gluten-free dairy-free and Stacy has amazing books that, you know, I always recommend to my own clientele, and anyone listening should really go on Amazon and get all of her books because she really puts together the most amazing recipes and meals, and you can eat healthy, and it could taste really good. All you have to do is follow her on Instagram and see. Um, So that being said, the gluten-free, dairy-free living is also helpful not only for weight loss, but I want to talk about if you are overweight, the joint pain and the muscle pain and how this will help get rid of the inflammation in the joints. But we touched upon this that I also wanted to bring in more of really heavy-duty reasons of why you want to eat clean, and it's for long-term Short-term could be weight loss. Long-term, obviously, is weight management. But then further is cognitive decline. We want to have you avoid dementia, Alzheimer's, ALS, all of those degenerative diseases that are totally linked to what you eat. So that's what I'd like to unpack tonight. That sounds sounds great. Perfect. Sounds perfect because, um, you know, every one of us is aging, whether we want to really focus on it or not, but we can age well. That's the key. We could age well, you know, and that's for your skin as well as the brain. I mean, the skin is superficial, right, but the brain, the memory. um, In the United States, retail, shopping malls are being taken over by assisted living Um, memory care centers, urgent care. So stores are being replaced by medical practices for chronic illness that if you go conventional methods, they don't have solutions. But really, you have your solution by what you choose to eat, and the power is in your plate. The power is in your mindset of saying, I can do this. I'll give an example. I had a stage four liver cancer male come to me saying the doctor said hospice, get everything into order. He, they have no way they could do radiation or chemo. And the wife had heard about me through someone. We did the testing. We put him on a whole protocol, and his tumor went from 6.2 to 2. So now the doctors are baffled because they're like, you didn't do any treatment. This is, you know, usually they call it spontaneous healing. There's nothing spontaneous. Mm -hmm. It's the person took charge of their health. You hear DDP say, taking charge of your life, doing the exercise, getting on the mat. Mm -hmm. Well, it goes further by doing, taking charge of what you put on your plate. So that being said, that's my that's my little boost of motivation. Um, now let's figure out how do we do this, okay? So yeah. it doesn't have to be 100% perfect. You don't have to be perfect. As long as you look at your meals, I'm a big fan of keeping food journals, but think about what season we're coming into, the fall. Lots of people hibernate. Lots of people don't move as much. They may not... They may fall off their exercise regimen. We don't want that. You have to stay active, right? And then 
you're not going to get the sun. So get your vitamin D levels checked with your next blood test and take vitamin D to boost your immune system. Take vitamin C that is not made from corn. Look at products made from tapioca um, so you can actually get the vitamin C. If you find this time of year depressing or stressful, take your B-complex and also look to increase your serotonin because that's located on your stomach lining and that also goes into weight issues as well as mood issues. So you want to look at all of those things. If you feel like... Yes. I have a question. Um, Will it say on the label that there's corn in in the ingredients? That's a great question. Because of the labeling regulations or unregulations, they can actually make, like vitamin shops, vitamin C is made from corn, but yet on the label it says does not contain corn because they mm-hmm. remove the corn protein. So they unless it says it's made from tapioca or if it's made from um, lemon peels, it has to specifically say what it's made from. If it doesn't, then you should assume it's probably made from vitamin C, which can be genetically modified, which can have glyphosate. I know we've discussed glyphosate in the past. Yep, yep. And that's linked to dementia. That's linked to um, degenerative diseases. And that's linked to cancer. So you definitely want to check what everything you take is made from. If it has any dyes or artificial colors and flavors, you don't want it. And now some supplement companies are actually checking for glyphosate, which is that pre-harvest spray that does cause all these illnesses. And Monsanto made it, but now they were bought out by Bayer. So companies are doing it um, voluntarily because they want to say, hey, if I have this seal that says glyphosate-free, at least you know it's not going to be putting that bad toxin in your body. So that's a great question. If the vitamin C doesn't say it, call up the company, there's an 800 number, and ask them what is it derived from. If they don't know, then don't use them because there are some companies that won't give you that information. A probiotic is something I highly recommend on a daily basis. Not only is it good for weight management, it's amazing for mood as well as um, your immune system. So always remember the core, which is your gut, is where your immune system resides, where your serotonin and mood resides, um, and that's going to help all areas of your health. So that would be how I would counter um, the, the cold and flu season and really boost the immune system. There's great teas by Yogi Tea. That's one is called uh, Throat Comfort. They have um, herbals in there um, if you're feeling like you're getting a sore throat or even your ears, nose, throat um, is getting clogged up. That's really good. Um, I'm actually just finished a book that uh, it's called Healthy Living Every Day. So it's 356 page. Actually, I added the leap day. Um, So it's actually, I added for February 29th, there's going to be all the products that I recommend and what I use them for in this book, just because conventional practitioners are not aware, um, and it's really hard to find out about. So there are some supplements called Enzyme Defense that is great to take as soon as you feel like you're getting the cold and the flu because it will get rid of the protein in your body that causes colds and flus. So there's all these different things, vitamin C, probiotic, vitamin D, your B6 for mood if you get depressed during this time of year, um, and then taking the uh, yogi tea, throat comfort, cold season, there's multiple teas that they have for that. And that will help with all of the conditions that you can have. If you find out that from Halloween to Thanksgiving to whatever you celebrate uh, this time of year, that you are eating a lot of sugar, then you might want to get your candida checked. So how do you do that? Well, you could just see 
if you have uh, like a little Buddha belly, and if you do and you are really craving sugar, then I would recommend getting an enzyme that removes the candida. So there's a company that makes something called Candida Plus, and it's an enzyme you take on an empty stomach to remove any candida overgrowth because if you really can't stop yourself with sugar cravings, it usually means biomedically you have a candida overgrowth. Um, so you want to check that. If you um, do go out for holidays and drink alcohol, just remember, I'm not a, a fan of alcohol, but if you do go, always have a glass of water with any alcohol you have because you do get dehydrated. Um, Nancy, I have a quick question from someone named Rebecca. She was just wondering what's best, um, probiotics that are refrigerated or probiotics that you can just get over the counter? A refrigerated, 100%. My favorite company is okay. Claire Labs. I put it in my blogs. If you go to nancyguberti.com backslash blog, I put the actual ones that I use. Those are the best. Um, okay. They're pure. They're not, remember, probiotics also can have soy, corn, and milk in them, and they could be produced on dairy, and you don't want yep. any of that. Okay. That's so wonderful. Thank refrigerated. you. Nancy, okay. real, real quick, uh, on, on a personal note, uh, you talked about dehydration. Um, the, uh, during the summer, you know, I'm originally from up in New England, so this time of year, you, it's great. You just throw the windows open and, and you let the breeze in. You get a lot of fresh air this time of year because it's beautiful in the fall. Uh, down in the Carolinas, uh, the central air is as, uh, as prevalent and as necessary as indoor plumbing, and it's been really hard to adjust to that constant cycle of central air. And now, you know, we're on the third floor, and I don't trust my cat, so it's hard to throw the windows open, especially with the heat. And I've found that I've never dealt with such dry skin and, you know, just painful dry hands and, and, and face. And I crank water all day long, and I know that at this time of year, you know, through the summer, a lot of people depend on the air conditioning and then going in to turn the heating on all year. Uh, I feel like I, I'm so dried out, you know. And you talk about dehydration, I feel like I can't just get my, you know, my skin to kind of bounce back like that. Is there anything you can kind of, uh, any thoughts on that, you know, regarding, you know, just constant dryness that you deal with, especially when uh, you're indoors for the winter coming coming up? Yes, so there's a few things. First, if you're, how much water are you drinking? I have a, a bottle by my side at all times. Like, honestly, I've, I've never had a problem not cranking water. So you have at least 10 bottles a day. Oh, I have a, I have like a, probably about a 32-ounce cup that I keep with me that I fill about five times a day. Okay, so we're good there. So then mm -hmm. it could be there's a, so either we don't have enough balance of electrolytes. Um, do you get lightheaded? Um, I mean, occasionally, like if I'm really hungry or something, but not, it's not something I deal with regularly. Do you have muscle pain? Uh, aches and pains in the morning, probably. Okay. Getting up until I get myself moving, yeah. Do you have any sea salt? Uh, just, you know, like, you know, for, for cooking. Do you use it on a daily basis? Um, actually, it sounds like I'm, I'm making this up, but I've never added salt to things. I put it if it's in a recipe, but I've never mm -hmm. been a fan of, like, putting salt on, on extra that's, so that, that's so, all, so this is all good. And then my next question is, how much healthy fats do you eat on a daily basis? Olive oil, um, avocado? I, I usually cook with olive oil, but I don't, probably not much more. I don't do, like, a lot of avocado stuff and, um, you know, olive oil for cooking, basically. Okay, so I would just. Keep your food journal. There's a few things. If you're drinking that much water and if you look at the top of your hand and you pull the skin up, does it go back or does it stay up for quite some time? So that's one test you do to see if you're dehydrated, right? The other thing could mm -hmm. be if your skin is dry, then it could very well be that you are not absorbing enough fats and you may not be getting enough fats, healthy fats, into your diet. Hmm. 
Hmm. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like it might be something. I'll, I'll have to keep a journal and, and figure that out. Yeah, because when because I asked Nancy, you about, I'm aren't healthy fats healing for for the yeah. diet for the body? Yeah. I mean, like we need a balance, right? So yeah. um, healthy fats are great for the skin, right? Um, and we see this with individuals who are very either they they eat healthy, but they eat very strict in their food groups, and they don't get enough of the food groups, so it's not balanced. And we will see that the skin is not as moist and soft and doesn't bounce back. So when I ask those questions, I want to know sometimes when individuals have adrenal issues and they are not getting the right balance of electrolytes, they will actually need some salt, but that didn't sound like the case because he's not getting um, dizzy um, regularly. And then the other is magnesium is also an amazing electrolyte for the skin, and that's why I ask about um, the muscle soreness. The other thing would be if you grind your teeth. So that would at least give me some indication if you needed that into your body. Um, I would, I, you could try um, coconut water. There's actually a coconut water that does not have any sugar, um, and they actually add stevia. And the brand is called Kids Love, L-U-V. So you could try the coconut water once a day with all the different waters that you're having. Maybe too much water is pushing out electrolytes as well as you're not getting enough healthy fats. So if you don't, some people have an aversion to eating fats, even if they're healthy. So you could try this Kids Love coconut water and see if that also helps. No, that's helpful. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that and see if it makes yeah. a difference. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, all that's right. all good stuff. And um, are your eyes dry? That would be my last uh, question about dehydration. Yes, that's that's okay. the thing. I, my mouth doesn't feel dry. My I don't feel like thirsty, but my eyes and my the, my palm of my hands are just driving okay. me up the wall. And and what you can do is actually put coconut, <laughs> you could put coconut oil on your hands and wear gloves. Um, you could wear them at night. You could wear them if you're, you know, doing something where you don't need your hands to get all greasy, like not if you're working on your computer because it'll get that greasy. Um, if you ever do yard work, I would definitely wear gloves and wear um, like plastic gloves inside with coconut oil to see if you could also absorb it transdermally as well as internally. I would hit it inside and outside. So that awesome. would be Thank you. That's for, great information. for all of that. Um, and then we talked about the sugar and the holidays, and as Stacey's going to share her recipe um, for pumpkin, um, I wanted to mention about why gluten-free and dairy-free, soy and corn-free, if we can, if we could do all those, would be great. If we could focus on two, I would say gluten-free and dairy-free, not only because they are inflammatory foods, um, and they can, if you do it right, it can help with weight loss if you remove those, but they are linked to what we mentioned before, Alzheimer's, cognitive decline, dementia, um, as well as all these other degenerative diseases. So if you, if you think about how you're eating, you don't want to think of it as a diet. You want to think of it as a lifestyle. So it's something you do every day because you care about your body and you care about your health long term and you care about the people that you have in your life because you want to see them grow and live and you don't want them to see you suffer. I think if we take the shift away from, oh, deprivation more to this is the best quality life I could have. And again, I mentioned Stacy's books because she shows you how you can eat healthy as well as having it be delicious. So if we look at 
the gluten and the dairy, they cause inflammation. But Alzheimer's, there are um, three types of Alzheimer's, and one is caused by inflammation. Um, the other one is caused by glucose insulin usage. There's an imbalance, and that's when you have too much sugar and when you have too mm-hmm. much simple carbohydrates. So having that is not just a weight issue. It's actually you are opening yourself up to Alzheimer's. You are opening yourself up to some serious illness. I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to empower you to say you're worth being healthy. Um, And then also it's going to eating unhealthy affects your hormone imbalance. That affects your libido, that affects your sleep, your thyroid. So all these things people really don't want um, to experience, so that's why you want to look at your food. And then toxins, toxins as, far, as well as uh, chemicals and pesticides that are in our food, heavy metals that could be in our food, um, and then any infections. So these are the ways that they, the research has seen there are these subtypes of Alzheimer's. And there has been research um, that shows lifestyle is crucial um, to preventing this and sleep. So if people are having problems sleeping, we want to look at eight hours of sleep, no blue light at night, no electric electric uh, devices in the bedroom um, because we're stimulating our brain and we do not then go to sleep. Um, interesting enough, if you are having foods with glyphosate, that pesticide, it actually affects your melatonin. So it will affect your sleeping. So if you cannot sleep, look at what you're eating, look at when you're getting off your devices, look at you don't want to eat heavy meals two hours prior to getting to sleep, and if you have a lot on your mind, keep a notebook near your bed and write down everything, like your to-do list or whatever is bothering you or whatever you cannot get out of your mind. You must, like, do a brain dump so you can get to sleep. Um, Foods to avoid would be genetically modified anything. There's a big deal these days, and, Stacey, I don't know if it's big up where you are, but it's going crazy over here with the meatless meat. Right. Oh, you mean, like... uh... The The burger chain, impossible burger. Yeah. And it makes me laugh because I'm like, you know, I don't understand. If you want it to taste like meat, then just eat good meat, you know. Meat, right, Um, yeah. Because if it's it's grass-fed, grass-finished, if your meat is grass-finished, you actually have really good fatty acids for the brain. If you're vegan, obviously you don't want to have that, but it would be better to stay away from these impossible burgers because they have glyphosate in them. And, um, oh, yeah, wow. there's a chain, a restaurant called Bear Burger, and the burger that <laughs> they use has the glyphosate in there. So you have to watch. You may be thinking you're helping the environment, and you know, but you're actually putting a toxin that can cause Degenerative diseases, it's carcinogenic, and it could also cause um, cognitive decline. So, again, it's different if you are doing, you know, it depends on what you're doing it for, but just find the healthiest version of what you can eat. Um, and wow. also and high mercury fish, I, stay away from um, shark and swordfish. Right. That's not going to be good. And I know it sounds, you know, Nancy is so knowledgeable. She's just literally an encyclopedia. But if you can just take a, a few things that sound doable, if you're listening and thinking, I can't do all this at once, nobody's saying that's what you should do. Um, I started very slow. I started my journey just eliminating my most dangerous and, and addictive binge foods. And that was enough in the beginning. And then I, 
I got cleaner and cleaner as the less dependency I had on junk food. I was able to let, let the really bad stuff go and replace it. But even if you can just have some unprocessed food every day, you know, something gluten-free, something from the earth, that would be a huge victory, you know, if you're coming off a really unhealthy lifestyle. Um, and I was looking at your list, Nancy. One thing I really would love to touch on is uh, time-restricted eating, or as some people call it, intermittent fasting. fasting the older age. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anyone who hasn't tried it. Yeah, and you know what's really scary? I spoke to a mom today who she has two kids, and they are in amazing shape, and they eat like oh my, everything is. They don't have any sugar. She's been doing this since they're very, very young. Kudos to her. The Mm -hmm. kids eat so freaking healthy. But the doctor, the pediatrician, comes back from a conference, and when he sees the mom, he's like, you know, your kid should be on intermittent fasting. And I was like, no way. No way. They're like, so it is a a fad. It's a craze, and we need to know when it works, right? So there are a few things. It seems to me that there's – logic in giving your stomach a little rest but right i right. mean there's it's all about balance right right so and it also depends who you're doing it for so if it's and and how they're eating right so what do i like about intermittent fasting and i like to call it time restricted eating because it's really not fasting if you say, I'm going to eat within this certain window. What I like about it is weight gain is usually people are bored and they are just grazing constantly, right? Mm-hmm. From the minute right. they wake up until they, you know, if they're watching TV or Netflix or whatever, they're just putting something in their mouth. And that's a problem because if you're eating like steamed vegetables and a healthy protein, you don't need to do that all day long. So it's usually that they're going for simple carbohydrates, some comfort food, sugary thing, or salty chips, and that's a problem. So if you could say, okay, I'm going to determine the hours that I'm going to eat, and this has to be individualized. So if you work the night shift, you're going to eat in a different window than someone who works a nine-to-five shift, right? This is different if you're a teacher. This is different if you're a student. This is, you know, different if you're – um, growing child who's also an athlete and they don't need this type of, they, you know, they eat super healthy and there's no snacking or grazing. So it can be very helpful for weight loss if you are the individual who is grazing, right, or who needs boundaries. What I like about it is it's also for the mindset. It puts boundaries. So if you start to eat, say you can wait until 10 o'clock and then you eat for the next nine hours, right? And then after those nine hours, you do not eat anymore. So if you could actually time this around your sleep cycle, it's going to be easy. Um, And if that nine hours is too little, then we start a 12-hour time frame where you eat. And then we put it smaller, right, but you actually get three meals in. You get to have healthy snacks um, because you have less time. So you want to look at what time do you wake up, what do you do, you know, like if you wake up and you're an airplane pilot and you have to totally be focused and everything, you Mm -hmm. need to fuel your body, right? So you have to look at your schedule and then say, okay, when can I stop eating and do I really need it? So put the boundary around that time. And like Stacy said, it gives your digestive tract and the whole process a break. It takes hours for your body to break down protein. It could literally, meat protein could take so many hours. This is why you don't want to eat and then go to bed because what, what, what happened to that food? It's just going to sit there. Um, 
if you give your body a break, that's fantastic. And if you once you get used to it, it's not a starvation fasting when people fast for days and don't have anything but liquids. Um, so I would recommend observing your lifestyle and seeing what time do you wake up, what time do you have to go, um, you know, get working, what time are you done, what time do you go to bed, and then say, oh, okay, so I see that's like a, you know, 12, 14-hour span. I could eat during this time and, and shrink that time frame and see how you feel. It does help with weight loss, and you feel mentally... Um, more clear. It also does help with getting rid of the toxins in your brain. So it helps removing toxins all over. I would highly recommend it, but when you go, it's very hard to stick to a plan. It has to be customized. It's hard to say, oh, do this window. You have to make yeah, it work. I would think it's got to help with gut health, too, because you're literally allowing your stomach to, to empty and and sort of clean out. Exactly, and that's another thing. I mean, nobody ever, the end part of digestion is elimination. If there's a problem with elimination not happening on a daily basis, that means you have a slow metabolism. You have slow digestion. So you're possibly not staying hydrated enough. You're not having enough fiber. These are all things that are signs from your body to assist you. And this um, fasting within this time frame can help you feel your skin clears up, you feel lighter, um, and it, it, there's so many biochemical processes going on. Um, it's really beneficial. I would just, again, if you have low blood sugar, um, you know, if if you feel faint, you have to abandon it. You have to do what works for your schedule and for your body. Well, I'm so glad to hear you say this because I was just talking with a friend who's my age and she's had some midlife weight gain and she said, I've got this perfect formula. And again, it's just for her, but I was thinking of trying it. And I, even though I knew it wouldn't work, she, her method is one meal a day, at dinner time, and I know I just know myself, and I'd be climbing the walls like psychologically. No, and I'm I mean, sure I, you lose weight no. that way, but it's no not, way. It's not anything no. I could do. No, <laughs> no don't. So, Stacy, I'd love to hear what your when you look at your time frame, what you do it at. My last blog that I wrote on my website was about intermittent fasting. So what I find doable is if I can, if I wake up and I'm not hungry and I could wait till 10 or some, in the summertime when everything's so busy, I wait till 10 or 11 and then I eat for the next nine hours. I'm telling you, I'm done. <laughs> and I yeah. have eat, had three meals, had had at least two snacks, and then after that time, you can still have your liquids, herbal teas. Um, I'll even end off the night with one of these um, pea protein smoothies. I use unsweetened almond milk, a little stevia, and strawberries. It's very, very filling, um, and it's balanced. So you can definitely do it, but I would definitely start by going slow. So say you start eating at 10 and you eat for nine hours, that means you stop eating at 7 p.m. That's not okay. so that's, hard. That's reasonable. Yeah, no, that's very reasonable. You know, and um, then... Is that when you... Okay. Uh, I just, quick Good question. Word, you, you mentioned a pea protein drink, and having that in the evening, that would not be the same as digesting animal protein, so it wouldn't be taxing... Exactly. It's very, okay. it's, it's processed, you know, um, you just have one or you, you only need one scoop. I mean, I make a whole blender full, so I'll put two to three scoops and then I'll use my unsweetened almond milk, throw in some strawberries, um, ice cubes. I have it 
on my Instagram, there's a video of it where I'll even throw in an avocado, but I won't have the avocado at night, um, mm -hmm. everything minus the avocado at night, and it's just very, it's actually really good because there's no processing that has to go compared to animal protein. So you can shift even what you eat towards the latter part of the day and have your bigger meal, like at lunch. Again, it depends. You know, if you have the night shift, lunch is like at 10 o'clock in the morning. So it really depends when your day starts. But I do believe that um, a nine-hour window of eating is, is really doable. If you are grazing all day, like Stacy mentioned before, we throw everything at you so you could listen to it several times and then start at one place. If you have been eating for 18 hours out of the 24-hour day, then try to get that down to 12 and then go down um, to nine hours. So just incremental baby steps are great because you're doing something. You're being proactive mm -hmm. and keeping Absolutely. a journal. And then just to go over more of the health benefits of this type of eating, yes, the weight loss, but it can help lower blood pressure blood sugar levels. This is why if you already have low sugar levels, you must watch. Um, it can help reduce inflammation because now you're not grazing all the time. It can increase human growth hormone. It can help with your hormone levels, um, your metabolism, your waist circumference. Um, it can also help with the bad cholesterol, the LDL. But they have had research that showed this helps prevent cognitive decline because it actually increases brain hormones. There are these brain hormones, uh, B, D, and F, that if you have them and you support them, you don't get cognitive decline. It also helps with the growth of new nerve cells. Um, it helps get rid of the old damaged cells. Like you said, Stacey, you're giving your body a break. And it also can help decrease insulin levels, and that helps you get rid of stored fat. So there are so many reasons, but it does not have to be so drastic where it's just that one meal a day. I mean, that to me, that's not living, right? So we want to eat healthy yeah. and be a healthy lifestyle, but you could definitely do this. It's just, again, looking at where you're at now and changing one meal a day and, and you know, changing the time frame of when you eat, that that would and, be and so as, significant. As you mentioned, you always advocate for a food journal, and that will bring you so much clarity. And it will also, it's great for me to bust me out of denial, you know, if I'm, if I'm slipped back into, you know, eating things that aren't so healthy, it's like, oh, my God, I have to write that down, what I just ate, you know? It's like an eye-opener. 100% when people say, oh, I eat so healthy, and then they'll <laughs> give me the intake and say, oh, my God, I never realized the crap I eat. And I'm like, that's okay. You know, this is not yeah. a no-judgment zone. We're just trying to make everyone feel better, um, which mm -hmm. is so important. It sounds like such an insignificant step. But I can tell you, in my past seven or whatever years of doing GDPY uh, and being, you know, trying to focus on my health, my weight spikes and gains are all correlated. You can actually time them by when I start journaling. You know, whenever I start to drift mm -hmm. away long enough, things start to creep mm -hmm. up again. It's like, it's such an accountability factor that, like, it really, and I, I always write it down. I don't like the apps. I always write it down because I feel something about me connecting my brain to my pen to my pen to the paper really just puts me in touch with what I'm doing. And every single time I drift away, it's like it correlates mm -hmm. with me, you know, losing control of things. It really is such a significant yeah. step for being such a little detail. And I love yeah. writing it down. I think that's huge because you can then set goals. So I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions. I'm a fan of 90-day goals because oh. what I learn, if you set New Year's resolutions, you think you have, my son actually brought this to my attention, you think you have all year to accomplish this. 
And then, like, November, December, you're like, oh, crap, i got to get what done? I was supposed to lose how much? And so mm-hmm. then you get angry at yourself, and it's a vicious cycle, and it's, it's a mind game. And the, the solution is to set 90-day goals by the quarter of the year. So you have four times to set goals. That's amazing. So, like, if you do January, February, March, and you accomplish that, you're going to feel like dynamite and say, okay, now, hey, what can I accomplish the next 90 days? If you don't accomplish it in the first quarter, you say, okay, so, you know what, Pick my, you know, pull up my bootstraps, and now I'm going to do it again and see what, why, what was the sabotage that I didn't accomplish those 90-day goals. Your food journal should be tied into 90-day goals. And, I'm, you know, it should be personal, professional. You know, when we really think about it, your whole life is all in one. So it's your health, it's your, like your career, it's your uh, relationships, your finances. All of that we should be mindful of in our 90-day goals. Excellent. And then I have a think, question. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I just, I've never done a food journal. Um, I'm just wondering, do you write down absolutely everything? You don't have to say, oh, well, I use, like, how much. You don't have to make it where I use a teaspoon of mayonnaise. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But I would, what I always recommend is saying, okay, A, what time did you wake up? Right? So I woke up at 7. Right. Because you want to see the day that you go off the rails, did you get up at five? You know, was, did right, you have a project right. to complete? Did sleep get interrupted? Is that why you're going for a sugar boost? So I always say write down what time you wake up, how many, like, you know, one cup of water, how many, you add that up. Um, you say what you had for breakfast, eggs, bacon, or, you know, tofu, whatever it is. Uh, one cup yep. of coffee, um, you know, you could definitely see if you had, like, ten pieces of candy, you know. Oh, I had a, I had a Hershey Kiss. Well, how many, you know? Um, right. You could write that stuff down, and then you could say energy levels, you know, did you have a bowel movement? How's your mood? Did you get pissed off? Were you anxious, stressed? You could put it all there. Mm. You'll You'd see a pattern. Too, huh. That's everything. Yeah. My, my buddy calls of, him BL. Oh, sorry, sorry, Stacy. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just saying real quick. I was saying my buddy calls them BLTs, bites, licks, and tastes. And when I'm cooking, <laughs> and when you're really focusing on journaling, you will be so shocked mm-hmm. how much you just pop in your mouth without even realizing it. When you're making something or cooking or doing something, you know, just mindlessly throwing things in your mouth. And when you're constantly journaling you're in touch with, like, everything you put in your mouth and you kind of realize how much you, you do mindlessly without even, you know, any kind of agenda or, or you know, plan for. Mindfulness is so important. There's a whole mindful eating. But mindfulness, you know, my other son always says you need to be alert, awake, to be alive. And lots of people mm. are just going through the day numb, and they just go from yep. one thing to the other, and then they're just like, okay, so I need to get the coffee, I need to get the this, or I need to get... We need to be mindful about everything. It's very important. And that's how you really take charge of your life, being mindful. Yeah, it's all interconnected. It's all everything. interconnected. And then even, like, if you stop exercising, well, why? What happened? Um, what happened? And and again, don't be hard on yourself. Don't say, "Oh, I can never do this." Like, also watch the words you speak of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're very powerful. Yep. Always think and you can, not can't, but can. So there's this old saying, and it was it just kind of brought to mind what you just said, Nancy, that. Be careful of the words that you speak because you are always listening. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Your, your, your body takes it in. I mean, it, it, I, I really believe negativity and 
harshness can can settle into the body and and it's just it's toxic um and the the great news is all you have to do is agree to start speaking to yourself better you don't even have to believe it you know just look at it as you're reprogramming your brain and keep doing it it's the consistency that counts but why not be kind to yourself i mean it just feels better might feel weird at first but eventually it'll start to be the new normal you know i always say you want to feel comfortable in the skin you're in and if you don't feel comfortable in the skin you're in, then why not? We need to work on that. Because, and I always, you know, your health is worth it because you are worth it. You know, we must believe in ourselves to be able to succeed at anything. Ooh, this opens up a whole can of worms about you know, denial and autopilot eating or choices or, you know, like it, it's, there's so much that is getting thrown at us at the course of the day. It's easy just to exist through every kind of circumstance instead of choosing to live through it. Exactly. It's not easy. It's not easy when you're, you know, what did Winston Churchill said, when you're going through hell, keep going. Don't right. stay there. Get the hell out of hell. Keep going. You know, but the only way to do that is to be mindful and say, okay, you know what? This sucks. Let's let's make it better. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we say, no, I accept it sucks, and I'm going to stay here. And that's not good because then we're the victim. We need to be the victor. <laughs> right. No, oh, I love I that. Agree. <laughs> the victor. Uh, I had... I had my severe health problem back in, in May this year where I came pretty close to just packing it all in. I was, I was, I was pretty much a goner there on the table for a while. Um, and, you know, I'm laying in the hospital bed six days later with all these tubes tied to myself and Katie's like, you got to get back on track. You got to get back and, and make things click. And I've been having health problems that I'd purposely been just trying to tell my mind. So, oh, it's just this, it's just this, it's just that. Don't worry about it. And when everything came crashing down and, and everything, you know, came up to the, the, the pay window, um, I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, I just don't want to spend my whole life. It's just a pain in the ass to constantly be monitoring every little thing about myself. It's just an incon- everything's an inconvenience. And Katie looked at me and she goes, more of an inconvenience than this. And I look down and I've got wires and tubes hanging up. And that's pretty much mm-hmm. all the, you know, you can try to rationalize how, how hard it is or how difficult it is to, to uh, you know, try to put your life first or your health first, but you can't really rationalize it when the other option is making my wife's life difficult when she's going to be a widow at 32 years old. You know, we can try to make excuses, but when it comes down to it, the alternative is a lot harder than the effort that it takes to really just put yourself and your health first. And with what you've kind of come here with, you know, with all this information, it's overwhelming for people to listen to. But you're gaining the education, and you're either taking it all in or you're subconsciously taking in the information. So all you can do is being when confronted in the choice of the moment is using the knowledge that we have about our health and, and diet and right. make the best choice right. you can do in that moment. It's all we can do. It's, right. It's overwhelming to look at the big picture, but when, confronted, when confronted by the moment, we have this education of what's right and what's wrong. Just make a good choice right now. Yeah, and you know as well as I do that when you know better, you do better. Exactly. Uh, You know, education in this way is empowering, you know, because you have steps. It's not, you know, oh, go try this. No, no, there's this works. You know, right? Um, yeah, and they're simple steps. You know, so if we take away the overwhelm and put it into steps, and say first, you always want to get some type of movement. You have to be physically active, right? Because that also mm-hmm. helps endorphins, um, and it makes your mood change. The second is you need to be mindful. So meditate. Uh, I put motivational quotes every day because. We need to be motivated on a daily basis. Mindset is everything. The third is you don't want to be alone. You want to socialize with other like-minded individuals, and that's why this community is here for the listeners. Um, Mm -hmm. The fourth is 
staying hydrated. It's so important. Um, and then the fifth is watching what you eat. So keep that food journal. Hit, you know, breakfast first. Revamp that. Then you could go to lunch. Then you could go look at dinner. Then you could look at snacks. If you want to try this time um, restricted type of eating or just put a like a bracket around when you start eating and when you end eating so you are mindful um, that would be great too you know and then chew your food being mindful is also chewing some people could choke because they just like you know swallow their food without even chewing it and breaking it down um, Watch all of your liquid calories, especially this time of year um, with all the different temptations. And then definitely take a probiotic. That's one thing, you know, I would highly recommend on a daily basis. You know, remember your vitamin D, your vitamin C. Um, those are so important. Sleep is important. So all and your mindset, yeah. all of these things and, wrapped up in one. And it is easy. Yeah, and speaking Speaking of probiotics, you know, you can also supplement with uh, some fermented foods, you know, kimchi, pickles, sauerkraut. There are a lot of non-dairy options that you can just add to a, to a meal, and it really does help the gut health, and it, and it tastes good. 100%. And speaking of uh, taste good and, and, and health, uh, i got to urge you guys to head over to stacymorris.com, too, because we were talking about it earlier. If you guys are into, like, the holidays, it, we're coming up on the holidays, and I don't, I can't sacrifice greens for comfort sometimes, a lot of times. And uh, Stacy's blog has some amazing uh-huh. recipes that are converted to kind of take away the guilt and the, and the, the, just the feeling druggy during the holidays. Um, you can oh, enjoy yeah. yourself and if also you- still feel amazing. If you have a sweet tooth, I have an entire cookbook dedicated to desserts. There are also lots of recipes on my site. And I know, Mike, you're a big fan of pumpkin, anything pumpkin. (laughs) Um, I just tweeted yesterday, I tweeted my pumpkin uh, chiffon pie recipe. It doesn't have a crust, but, you know, you don't need it. This is so, it's Chef Bill's recipe. And it's made with coconut milk, and it's, it's almost like a mousse. But uh, it's got pumpkin. It's low sugar. You can make it no sugar depending on the sweetener you'd like to use. And if you just go to my site and in the search box, if you type in pumpkin, all my pumpkin recipes will come up, plus a lot of others. If you type desserts in, you'll get just lots of different options. And you can absolutely enjoy not just the holidays, but if you're the type of person who wants a little sweet treat, you know, every day as, as part of your, as a dessert or as an after-workout reward, so many options. You don't have to give anything up. It's just about cleaning it up rather than giving it up. Uh, I love right. that. Which I, is, I yeah, I do too. <laughs> I love that. And, and so I, thank you so I much. I just want to say, oh. can I say one more thing um, before we oh, go? Yeah, Nancy, absolutely. you're always so great in plugging my social media and Nancy's got a lot of great stuff on her Instagram but next month I'm going to be 55 and my wish is to have 54 more followers on Instagram to push me over the 2000 mark I've been just kind of you know hanging out and I I want to build a following because I really want to get the word out to people I, I get so frustrated when I see gimmicks and manipulation and empty promises. And, you know, all I want to do is get my story out there and show others it's possible. Exactly. Uh, I <laughs> awesome. love it. And uh, you, so nancygabarte.com, if you guys want to give, both give your Instagrams out. I'm not on Instagram, so it's the one platform I haven't <laughs> taken the dive <laughs> okay. yet, so I don't know how that works. Is it like an ad <laughs> thing? Yeah. It, yeah, it is. I, my handle is the Recovering American, and Nancy is just her full name, Nancy Guberti, at Nancy Guberti, and she's got a wonderful example. I call her the Queen of Clean. I mean, she eats cleaner than I do. I I don't know if I ever get to her level, but she she gives you some great great ideas, you know, because sometimes you just want to 
you know, like some days I'll say, I got to pull back, you know, I got to just really go as basic as I can. And that's when I go to Nancy's page because her, her salads and her soups and her smoothies are just exemplary. Thank you, Stacey. That's an honor. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. And uh-huh. we appreciate you coming back on with us. And uh, we, we look forward to hopefully doing it again soon. And uh, I can't believe another season has passed us by. And we thank you guys very much for, no for taking the time. Uh, NancyGuberte.com, uh, Instagram, Facebook. It's got all your links there. StaceyMorris.com and, of course, your mm-hmm. clean comfort folks. Uh, we really appreciate the time. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, thank <laughs> you. And, and it was great having you back, Stacey. you got to come back more often. Okay, come, you come got it. For and happy pumpkin special edition. <laughs> oh, I, I will be enjoying that. Thank you guys so much. Crystal, we, uh, we have yeah. time for a quick quote, I think, if you want to throw it in there. Sure. It's from somebody called Stacy Martin. And when you are happy with who you are, it won't matter who isn't. Oh, I love it. Love it. Perfect. That's great. So Thank true. you guys so much. We'll be back next Thanks, week. Guys. Brand new episode of DDP Radio, live at DDPRadio.com. Have a great yes. week. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Page. Oh! You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.